Welcome to the Ryan Holt Show. On this show, you can expect the latest, the greatest, and the best curated content on business, marketing, automotive, and lifestyle. Sit back, put in your earplugs, and let's enjoy the ride. Now, as always, I want to make sure you get the best in content that will help you monster your goals, both personally and professionally. I want to keep this conversation going, so please check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at RyanHoltz1. And then go over to Facebook.com forward slash RyanHoltz Marketing, and we can chat there too. I also want you to visit www.ryanholtz.ca as this will be where I put my almighty beloved show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am proud to bring you the Ryan Holtz Show. Let the beat drop and enjoy. Uh, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Ryan Holtz Show podcast today. Oh, first off, did you guys hear about the Anthony Bourdain news this morning? He committed suicide. Okay, is it bad so that I don't tragic. know? tragic, yes. I don't know who Anthony Bourdain is. Anthony Bourdain is like a chef, he's an author, he, um, my wife and I, we watch Parts Unknown a lot of the time on CNN, um, 61 years old, and uh, Tara, you're aware of him? Yes. Do you guys watch him at all? You've heard of I've him? I've watched his show from time to time, for yeah. sure, but he's a, like a huge icon, so he's always in the news, like he's a really larger than life kind of figure. Yeah, um, I, I just think, you know, you have Kate Spade, which that's retail, that's huge yes. for you guys. Yes, uh, Why do you think people are killing themselves? This is a huge topic. So we're oh, not going to be, we're not going to be, we're not going to be, we're, we're going to get into something that's a little, uh, a little simpler, but you know, mental health is something that's so prominent and something that I try to use my platform a lot to talk about. Um, I just kind of think to myself, like, you know, somebody, for somebody to get to the point of, of feeling like that's their only option, it's absolutely terrible. And, you know, this show is all about real talk. And I think that, you know, cars and money and material and all that, it really means nothing at the end of the day. It's really about your mental health, your well-being. And, you know, I posted something on Instagram the other day and I mean it, you know, your mind and your body are on the same team. And if either one of them tells you anything differently, like, don't listen to them. So what's your guys' thoughts just on the mental health, bullying, just these issues like people are having a like they come in, they shop. Even we're standing in your store right now. They come in, they shop. You know, sometimes I look at something like you got stuff going on. Like, like, how can I help? You know, how can we help? But you know what's most surprising about these two specific suicides is just the fact that they have everything that everyone wants, right? They have the money, the fame, like a crazy lifestyle, and I think a lot of people imagine that they couldn't possibly be unhappy. Yeah, right? I would agree so with that. That's, I think that's the struggle to watch it. You're thinking, wow, like this can happen to anybody. And these people are struggling too. And, and why don't they feel they can get help? They have the money, like and the resources. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's something that I think I'm very passionate about schools, right? And I, you know, I go in and talk about, you know, I go in and talk to schools all the time because for me, you know, I have huge humble beginnings and you know, went into business, played sports, did all that stuff. And I, I remember being, you know, in school at a young age, you know, and feeling so alone sometimes. And mm -hmm. it was what was weird was I was always known as the guy that was like the popular dude, the funny guy, mm -hmm. you know, lots of friends and that. But you know, un under all that, I felt completely isolated and alone. And um, I don't, I wouldn't say I ever felt as bad as you know, I want to end my life. But at the same token, I can understand how people feel that way. And you know, I think in school, you know, we're learning about Shakespeare and all these things. It's like we should really be talking about self awareness. You know, Absolutely. We should, we should like we should be talking about financial literacy. You know, we should be talking about things that people are actually really struggling over. 
Um, and the misconception right. that, you know, go to university, you know, be a good boy, be a good girl, you know, go get a great job, make lots of money and kumbaya. That's just not reality. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, people are striving for this goal. And just imagine you're working your whole life to get this goal. You get to the goal and you're like, that was not the desired feeling. Yeah. And now what? Nice. Now what? So and like, it's, yeah. Just think of that. Like, it's it's just really, and I, we're it's starting scary. off heavy this morning. No, it's so I, scary. I woke, up, I woke up, I woke up, you know, and, and Nora looked at me and we seen this post on Facebook about Anthony Bourdain. And I was just like, we really like him. Like, I'm a fanboy of Anthony Bourdain. I actually said if I wasn't a black man, I was a straight white man, I wanted to be Anthony Bourdain. Like, he was super cool, you know, and... You know, we he was very candid about his views on the world and everything. And, you know, for 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 him to do that, I just was like, had oh. he spoken out on on ment- mental health issues of his own? I honestly must I, live under a rock because I, I have no don't idea. I have the answer on that. He I know in some of the shows that we've seen, he he would really allude to the fact he was always an out of the box thinker. He was, right. you know, he'd go into these different countries and showcase right. their food. But then, you know, he really, really tried to put kind of a cultural political twist on it. So Nora and I said at one point, like the food is just kind of the nuance. But like he's going in there talking right. about heavy issues. Um, but sometimes Nora and I would look at him and he'd be in the show and his eyes are so deep and I'm like oh yeah he's he's got some stuff going on so I was really always really kind of like you know repressed about that so just wanted to know your guys' thoughts I was I was that way about Kate Spade as I said unfortunately I didn't know who Anthony Bourdain was That's okay. um but yeah Kate Spade it was that same thing like Tara touched on like you see this person on the outside that looks as though and appears as though they've got it all and you wonder but even coming in here to tie this into sort of for us, you there is also a misconception with pregnancy. Like we see these women come in and mm-hmm. everyone thinks I get pregnant and I'm going to have this great bump and I'm going to look amazing and I'm going to feel amazing and I'm going to carry this baby. That's 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 not the way it is. Mm-hmm. Like your first several weeks and months of pregnancy, you just feel chubby and unattractive and you're watching your body go through all these mass changes and it's foreign to you and no one preps you for that. No one. And so it's that... I, I, it, it's just that, and that's Tara and I are, do our best to say, hey, you know what? You're normal. You you don't like the way your body looks right now. That's okay. Like that's, yeah. and it's that needs to be a conversation spoke of because going back to the mental health and going back into where it does make pe- like people's mindsets change because your body is changing into something that you weren't prepped for and mm. no one warned you about, and it's hard. And not only that, but the postpartum as well. Like yesterday, for example, I must have had five or six new moms, like within a week to two weeks postpartum. And they're struggling. And they, Mm. I don't think they feel that they can really tell their partners and their family because they're supposed to be happy. This is the time they're supposed to be happy. Mm. They come in here and they kind of unload. They'll tell us like, what's going on? And um, is it always this hard? Does it get better? Like, Mm. you know, so we try and support them that way. But it's... It is. There's such a stigma around Oof. mental health in general, but certainly postpartum health. Like, Couldn't and agree more. Um, mm. I don't think that we as a society have enough supports in place for postpartum women. I amen to that. You, I couldn't agree you know more. It's weird though. It's interesting. That's a huge topic. But it's Nora and I. Like when we had Dejan, I knew you know, especially one of the reasons I wanted to be in business for myself was I wanted the flexibility of my schedule. Of course. And for me, my I my dream is like a person growing up is to have this really, you know, cohesive family experience death at a young age with my mom, which is both my parents, you know, and I never grew up in that traditional household where it's like mom and dad and things like that. 
And, you know, I'm telling you, you know, when you go to school and you do these awards and you go play sports and you're always looking at your parents' chairs and they're empty, it's, it's brutal. It, it, and that's the reality. Yeah. But growing up, I was like, no, family is my ultimate goal. So right. I said, I got to set up my life that I can be there for every single thing. To this date, I've not missed any appointments, you know, like uh, and if right. you're on my Instagram, my son is always making cameos, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, I'm just like, as a dad, what's interesting is the world is very geared up for women and for moms when it comes to kids, but not necessarily for dads. That's true. That's so when so I, true. when I, like, even when I was going to all the appointments while Nora was pregnant, you know, going to the gynecologist, things yeah. like that. Like, he was like, oh, my God, this is so weird. Like, you're in the room. And <laughs> he's like, why are you always here? Like, you're, you're always here. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, here? man. I'll call him Dr. B to keep him anonymous, but he's one of the best guys ever. But, um, you know, and, and I said, how come everything's so? He's like, to be honest, Ryan, like, you know, the dads are working. Sometimes the dads aren't there. So when we talk about postpartum depression, like, Nora and I talk about this candidly. And I'm like, you know, it, it's my job as a support system to make sure that, you know, I'm always talking to her, always you know, trying to feel her out because when she's going through all these transitions and stuff like that, I'm very cognizant. And for me to look at my partner and say, hey, how are you, honey? And, you know, and just be like, OK, cool. No, no, it's not good enough. Like, you know, but you are not the norm. Well, and, and I, I hate or maybe that's maybe that's say, too bold of a statement. No, but there's but there's people, not. Well, but people see you say that. See, and people always say that. But yeah. maybe maybe if like it's like, should I be like, it's like somebody that's like, I have to be smaller because you can't be bigger. You know what I'm saying? Fair, yeah, right. fair enough. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think men, that's what they see as their place, right? And it takes them a little longer to not warm up to the idea, but yeah. be a part of the process because their body's not changing. Mm. Like it's all, everything's delayed Absolutely. for the father and where it's happening to the woman, the, the dads don't really get it until down the road, right? So unless you make a conscious decision to be a part of the process, you do kind of get left behind. Yeah, and you know what? I feel like also we as women we're probably not conveying to them how much we're struggling too, right? Yeah. Because it's that, yeah. oh, well, and again, it's comparing it to society, but it's that, oh, well, how does she do? She's, she, she's, got her, she's got her shit together. Like she has everything going on. Like, well, then I have to, I have to do that. And, and it is that, so you, you, you don't want to complain to your partner because you don't want to like, you want to look strong and you want to say, hey, I'm capable of this, but there's, yeah, they're, they're definitely, you have to kind of try to be on the same page in, in, in terms of them checking in with you and you being able to say, this is a really terrible day. And I know yeah. it's, it's interesting you say that because I, I, once again, you said you have to look strong. Yeah. We just finished saying that about mm. the mental health, right? Everyone feels like they have to portray exactly. a certain image, which we shouldn't have to feel that way. We exactly. should be able to be vulnerable. We should be able to be weak and, oh, and tired and sad oh. and get support for that. Right? What Shona just said was, I think, the epicenter of the problem, why people are committing suicide and all these things. Because you feel, you feel like you yeah. have to keep, like, it's a tough, it's a, it takes a strategic amount of ego to, to just keep up, up an act, you know, okay. and sometimes it's like, this is who I am. This is, yeah. you know, accept me as I am. This is who I am. If you don't like me, that's OK. And beat it. Yeah. You know, beat it. I could care less. You know, and I always say, like, if you're doing anything in life, you're going to upset people anyway. Like, exactly. the more people I upset, woohoo, means I'm doing some <laughs> shit. If nobody remembers me, God, like, OK. Right. Oh, you know, I live politically correct. Fuck that shit. Like, yeah. I'm not here to do that. We all yeah, owe a yeah. death. I take time very, very, you know, seriously. So um, kind of ad-libbing on what Shona's saying is that. You're very right. Like there was one time, actually, this this is so funny the other day. So, 
you're right Shona before you got here uh, we were talking about you know it's important to take time as parents you know date nights and probably time individually as well so Nora went and got her eyebrows done so I, you know Deja and I dropped her off and I said okay we're gonna go for like ice cream eat some bad food that mom wouldn't approve of you know I'm already getting down these bad habits so then we were like I'm like okay you know let's go down to the Kinsmen so we went down to Kinsmen and we're just I'm just like well let's go walk you know and go walk through the river valley so not even five minutes after I parked, there's all these moms in strollers doing like the, the stroller class coming down. So it was weird. I, I literally felt like I was in one of those movies. The instructor actually came over and said, you should join the class because I was like the only dude. But I wasn't a part of the class. Like I just parked. I didn't even know there was a class going on. And like I said, Dejan's like waving to all the moms. So everybody's running by and like waving at Dejan. And I'm, so I had this like weird moment. I'm like, why? My life is really weird right now. I'm I'm amongst all these moms with strollers right now, and I'm the only dude here. There's like some city of Edmonton guys doing payment work, and I'm like, yeah. hey man, thanks so much. But they don't understand like it's a different. I work too. I work really hard, but I, just, I have flexible schedule. But again, it kind of goes back into that. We from early on we're really taught to subscribe to a lane, mm-hmm. to a specific right. lane, and then progress throughout. Right. If people don't, furthermore, if people who are actually going out of the box don't document or show that to the world how would we ever know there's another way right what do you guys right. think of that I, I think you have to try and do that and and it's why we create these conversations here in the store mm. like if we had a dollar for every person like Tara said who came in postpartum that you just end up hugging at the end of the, mm. the shop with them or someone who comes in and has is newly pregnant and is doesn't know how to dress this changing body and doesn't love what she sees when she looks in the mirror we could retire because it's that it is that and it's creating an environment where you are willing to show your vulnerabilities Mm. and you're willing to say oh my gosh I have cellulite in my butt like welcome to the club like it it, it doesn't matter size 2 size 22 it's all of like it's just embracing who you are and accepting everybody for who they are but also not being afraid to say hey you know what I'm having a really shitty day and, and this is why and just trying to make there be an open platform to to do that but even for us like social media for all of us is like a game changer for business right we love it it works for us it's helps us get the word out but it is the worst thing possible in Mm. terms of self-esteem and Mm. trying to compare yourself like Mm. you could search social media for hours and try and find a picture of a new mom who's crying in her pajamas at home Mm. (laughs) you know what I mean like eating cereal out of the box like that's how it really is but you can't find that on social media Mm. because people are portraying this image of strength and happiness and perfection yeah and and even it to, to like add to that too it's the same thing with pregnancy and we've said this to like not everyone is this perfect size six or eight and we get all of our images from our vendors that we post on our on our social media sites is this model nine times out of ten not pregnant Mm. who's in this pregnant outfit and then we get that backlash of and not always but it is that backlash hey where is that in a size extra large or a 2x and but again, other than our <laughs> nursing bra where it shows that goes up to a size M. And I'll tell you what, Mama Jamma is on the couch with her size yeah. M and she is owning those boobs. And but you don't see that like you don't no. you and don't we see would, it. We would actually photograph people if they were willing in the store once they put a dress on. Say, you know, let us take a picture. Absolutely. We're going to put this on social media. But most women who are pregnant will just say. 
no, no, we don't want to. <laughs> we, I'm totally gonna use that line. Size M, and we are owning our boobs. That's a that's a new hashtag. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there with a shirt off and be like, I'm owning my boobs. I'm too. owning my boobs. Man body, you know. But but I think the biggest thing is that when I look at you know what's going on, and before I even continue, I want we have to we have to make it clear about Tara. So Tara. Tara, by the way, we haven't even introduced you guys. This is Shona <laughs> and Tara Strutter. We we hit it heavy off the off the hop here from Yo Mama Maternity. So I'm gonna get into ball. some questions. But Tara, Tara was Tara was almost not gonna come on. And Tara has been talking a lot already. So I know, she's I doing very good. There you go. I think I'm I think not this afraid is, to I, talk. I think this is fantastic. You're owning it. This is great. Um I want to get into Yo Mama. So back in the day, as as a guy, I used to get into a lot of fights in junior high. If somebody was like, yo, you your did? mama, oh. you know, yo mama. Like, so I'm like, I'm really looking forward to today where I just get to blast Yo Mama all day on the podcast. So how did the name come into fruition? I think it's brilliant. Um, you guys are hitting a, a huge epicenter of pop culture because I think that's Yo Mama's been in fruition like forever. Uh, so Yo Mama, how did it, how did it come down? Well, we we threw around names for gosh. We just wanted something catchy, mm -hmm. but something that also sort of touched on what the business was, and it it got thrown out. Like it, I don't even remember. Jason threw it out. Like That's I remember, we were sitting there, and he was walking out of the room, and we were spitballing ideas, and he was walking out of the room, and he turned around and he pointed at us, and he said, "Yo, mama." And we were like, okay, yo mama. And so we started, we had to apply for certain things and, and vendors were asking us yes. for our names. So we would just put yo mama as a joke, knowing <laughs> we were certainly going to change it later. Yeah. Right? But then it just caught it on. Stuck. And we were like, actually, this is a great name yeah. for a store. But initially, it really was a bit of a... Yeah, like it was. I think in my mind it was temporary. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, no, uh, you know what? Yeah, and and you know what's funny? But it, uh, yeah, we I agree that it, we definitely felt. I also felt it was temporary. But remember our first like. If, if, when we first opened everyone when we would answer the phone it would be like laughter on the other end it would be like yeah. oh, uh, come again like what was that yo mama and they still do sometimes you. we'll get vendors calling or like shipping companies calling and like I pick up and I say hello and they're laughing <laughs> especially people from the states I find, yeah, find it really funny and they're just laughing and laughing I'm like, can I help you <laughs> listen yo mama we are here to help you. Like, what? Yeah. What do you need? And of course, we get the odd prank call. <laughs> yeah. Had you both had you guys both had businesses prior to Yo Mama? No, no. I was a Walmart checker after I graduated yeah. high yeah. school. Does that count? Yeah, hey, Shoni, you have an amazing story. You have an amazing story coming. All, like, so you're from the U.S., right? Uh, I, I, I mean, just how you met your husband. I think it's just great. You have a great story coming up. But I think one thing I want to get into is. How do you both juggle being moms, being wives, being business owners, um, being a great mom, following your passion, doing retail? Like it's a tough, it's a tough gig. How do you guys work it? And then I have to really go personal because you guys are sister-in-laws. So I always we had this conversation with with a guy a few weeks ago, and he, him and his brother have a business. And I said, is there any, is there ever any like awkward family dinners? Like, what if you guys have like a huge fight and it's like you got to go for dinner that night? Like there's nepotism wrapped into it. And then I'm like, it's you guys are in-laws, too. So I'm like, this is juicy. <laughs> so I'm like, is there any is there been any like blowouts? Is there if I was to ask your guys as families, was there, has there ever been any awkwardness at a table? Maybe after a rough day? Like, I just want the raw answer. So question one is, you know, how do you juggle it all? And question two is, 
how do you guys do it as you know in-laws and family and work those differences out and i'm sure anybody who's been in business i'm sorry like not every day is rainbows i know that so you can't right. tell me this um <laughs> it's so every, every day is rainbows, tell me Ryan. about some clouds because our audience wants to hear that because that's the real talk and then i am going to dive into your instagram but uh, those are the questions so spill it can i take the easy one <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about the work-life balance. Sure. <laughs> and first of all, I'd say that we are both, we know we're spoiled and that we don't work full-time. Yeah. So as moms, that's such a gift. Yep. We're flexible. We get to spend lots of time with our kids. So we get them off to school. So, I mean, we are juggling it. But on the flip side of that, there's really no downtime. So our phones are always going. And unless we physically set them aside, there's always stuff coming at us from work, right? And sometimes yeah. I'm a terrible mom because I get an email that Same. really oh. pisses me off. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and then exactly. my kids ask for an apple. And I'm like, you can't have an apple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you just, true. So there's lots of intrusions on your life that create stress. But we have such a great work-life balance and we do get to be at every single field trip. We're at every sporting event. Like, you know, the odd time, like we do work weekends, so we do have to be flexible and we miss some things. But overall, it's a gift to be able to... You can't beat it. Yeah. And if we weren't partners together, it would be a lot more demanding, right? Mm. If we were either one of us on our own. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And you know what? It also, I feel like... Where do you get the energy though, Tara? Like, how do you get that? Where do you find the energy? Like, what you just said is like a surmountable amount of of, of energy um, exuberated, and it sounds really pretty when you just said that answer. But I'm like, that a lot of that involves digging deep. So it's you know, your average person out there is not doing all that. And even though you're not working like quote unquote full time, if you own a business, you're on the clock. Right, like, there's right. no like, I'm going on holidays and I can no. be completely disconnected. That does not happen. No, no. Even if you're like in Cabo or wherever the heck you go, right. like you're still yeah. working. You might yeah. say, okay, I'm gonna take a few hours. But when you go back to that hotel room, like, you're like I need a, I need a Wi-Fi there. connection. Yeah. And if, if stuff does hit the fan, like you have to call and figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. How, what drives you? Like, where do you get that insatiable hunger for that? That's complete passion. It's passion. It's also survival. I mean, you know, right? Like if we drop the ball, it's gone. (laughs) Like it's so it's, it's, I mean, it's a combination. I think there was a lot of passion, especially at the beginning when we were pregnant, it was a lot of fun, right? Mm, Like we're in the midst of it and we're talking to customers and now it's a whole different generation of women actually. Like they look so young. (laughs) Like, oh my God, we could Um, could be your mom. But they do keep us going, right? And we want to keep them happy and as people leave happy that kind of feeds your bucket right like you have somebody say thank you or give us a positive review or or just like word of mouth somebody told me that I had to come here or somebody's driving from Calgary and and they've been referred so that always just sort of fills us up and and keeps us going but um yeah some of the energy does come from just getting things that's great you gotta get shit done right yeah yeah Yeah. and you know what i I, the inspiration is gotta get shit done basically just get it done it might not look pretty but get it done scrape it i'll tell you it might not look pretty like on my end shit never looks pretty i am a certifiable clusterfuck on the best of days and it's but i think also to add to tara i i feel like the juggle too like i have help on the days that i that i'm in the store and and we i would say we both have like a great network of like that sister wife mm. like the moms the other moms mm. that help out and it does take a village like mm. we are, we're lucky to have family here in town and and it's that it, it is that oh my god you know what I'm running 10 minutes behind can you grab the kids at school mm. or just wait with them I'll, I'll be there I'm right so it is it's that also just knowing you have I feel like I've got a solid tribe so yeah. yep. it's it's knowing 
because I'm not all that great at keeping my shit together. So it's <laughs> like having that where where it's like, oh, you know what? And and I would say we've pretty supportive husbands too in yes. terms of flexible and supportive. Absolutely, yeah. So that's huge. Like we both have husbands where if we phone and say, oh my gosh, you know what? Uh, Brett called in sick or whatever it might be because mm. it's the two of us and very limited staff. So that's the other thing is like you say, it is with as being business owners, you're always on. And so it's that we do, we're very lucky in that mm. regard that our husbands have also a tremendous amount of, of respect for what we do mm. and say, I gotcha, we'll, I'll look after mm. this, mm. you do, or mm. whatever it may be, right? So... What do you say to moms that don't have that support system? And I'm, I mean, you must see some of them come in, they, they, you know, maybe... Try and find it. In well, some capacity, even if it's just m- other mom friends and there's so many mom networks. I think that's yeah. one thing we've noticed here at the store. There's from mommy connections to all of the different mom groups out there. I think that is one thing that I've seen arising in are the like places where you can find support in other I'm moms. I'm going to play the devil's advocate on that because I've heard from a lot of moms are very clicky. There's a lot of little clicky groups and things like that. So moms have literally told and said, you know what, Ryan, I feel like some of these groups are like, it's like going back to high school again. And um, and I like, and I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a negative person, but on the show, I really like to, I like to kind of go places that nobody else wants yeah, to go. Yeah, absolutely. So I, so, you know, when I hear those things and I kind of, like I even witnessed that on my social media too, right? So I have about a million and one women who are, you know, girl power. And I think this is cool and all that. And, you know, my job is I'm an inspirational coach and, and I'm doing all this. And then I kind of start looking at some of their habitual, um, you know, day-to-day activities. And I'm like, okay, so you want to help, but there's an underlining, there's a right. reason, there's a motive, there's an ulterior agenda. You're you're not really this fluffy lady that really wants to help because something happened where somebody didn't like your picture or something happened and now I don't see any, any kind of things going on there. I won't use the word caddy, but well, maybe for lack of better words, but... I think that exists. Um, but dudes, I mean, we're the same way too, right? Like, oh, no, man, yeah, so, so it's good. But we're kind of relaxed, like whatever, punch you in the face, you're done, right? Like, cool, you know? Let's go have a beer or whatever. Like, we're chills, right? But when it comes to that, I, I really feel that because I actually talked... I had a mom one time and she's like, Ryan, I don't have that great support system. So I wouldn't say she was making... She kind of went to playing the victim a little bit. Like I thought, I yeah. didn't say that of course, and I won't say it, like I'm empathetic, but I just thought, don't use that as an excuse not to be your full self on purpose. Like right. figure out a way, and you're right. Like if you gotta go find something, like is there anything actionable things where you guys could say, here's step one, or you know, here's just a couple things off the head that you could really get out of that mind space to kind of bring in more positivity? Yeah. Great, great yeah. question back there. Yeah, you know, no, that yeah. you know what I think Too that intense. is a great question. <laughs> uh, not qualified. Yeah, no, 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 but no, just no. None of us are qualified. Neither am I. But it's it's just kind of taking that everyday kind of gist that you guys are bringing, and you guys are getting so much, you know, conversations and talking to people, and then you're on social media. Yeah. Like you're in the mix. I mean, you're always in the mix, right? Yeah. So you're you're offline and you're online. Yeah. Right. I think why you guys are great though is you're offline a lot. Like you get to. You're, mm-hmm. you're actually seeing the moms. You're, hey, how are you? Right, like exactly. having real conversations, right. which I think is huge. I think the one great thing about motherhood, as much as you choose what you're going to do with it, is there's so many opportunities to meet people. Uh, like whether it be, even if it is a clicky moms group, right? There's going to be another mom that you can connect with. Like you always, because there's all these opportunities and as your kids get older, they get more and more. So mm. I think motherhood is one of the least isolating mm. periods in your life in a way, yeah. right? Mm. You're still, you could still feel isolated, but yeah. you should have the most opportunities 
at friendships and support and sisterhood. Yeah. I'm telling you as a father, though, one thing I, I cannot, because I, I got I to gotta give love to my dads. When I pull out a stroller to my vehicle, right, I put tint on my windows and yeah. black rims to feel like a man still because... Inside that car is all kid stuff. You know, like it, it, when you roll down the windows, like, hey, man. Yeah. Scooby Doo, like in the back. Yeah. So, but if I'm walking with the stroller, I can't tell you how many women are like, it's so nice seeing a dad with their son. Like, I'll get these little, co- like, oh, I can't sorry, check out, out of a grocery store. I can't check out of a, I, I, I can't look at a shirt. I can't. But, yeah. And I'm just like, uh, I just, I don't know why. Like, no, it's not, it shouldn't be anything exceptional. No. I don't think it's exceptional. It sh- I, I'm uh, Dejan, I'm Dejan's father. Yes, it should. But you know what? I remember when with our kids when they were little, Jason used to go to that Stars and Strollers. That's so great. And he used God to come home and say the same thing, except he would also add a little spice. I would, and he would say, "Well, I was the eye candy for all those moms today, what? tooting his own horn, of course." But it, it was he was always the only dad in there, and he laughed and he would say the same thing to, as you are, Ryan. He would say. You know what? It's you feel. He said the first couple of times I actually felt kind of like a creep because it was that I you're totally this dad going in and you're sitting and so it was like, um, okay, well here I am with my kid, just here to watch. You know Same thing like, you are. It's almost like the dude that takes a little dog for the walk <laughs> and is like kind of walking around, he's like, with like, the like chihuahua up his biceps and he's kind of like taking. He's like walking around really tense. He's like, you know. Oh, 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 how fancy I meet you at the dog bar oh, today. Oh, ladies. But when it comes to, like, I, I yeah. kind of feel that way, too, because sometimes women are like, why? Like, what is going on here? Why is this guy right. just, like, sitting on the corner? Especially when it's not a weekend. It, whoa, yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. And it's it's weird. As guys, you think of these things. I'm And I'm not even kidding you. Going to the park between the hours of school hours? <laughs> God bless. I... I, I don't know what to do. I don't even know the standard protocol for this because I've attempted. I rolled up. I said, Dejan, I'm sorry. Dad can't do it today. Dad can't do it today. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is because it's just like, and you see people and they're kind of like, okay, cool. And they see kick. Okay. They're kind of sold, but they're kind of not. I don't know if any other guys had this issue. I just kind of like. Yeah, it feels different right now. Like, right. gotta come after school hours. Gotta gotta come on the weekends and the afternoons. Like, do you guys kind of feel like, yeah, that's you know, you have to kind of tread a little differently? I feel as a guy, like the rules are a little bit different, one hundred percent. I feel like there's a lot of love that. for sure, but right. there's yeah, like a woman, you could you could go on any time of day, go to the right. park, you know, you no problem. A guy rolls up, it's like, um, like did that police officer just circle the block a few times? <laughs> like, what is going on here? Don't you see? And I kind of feel like I have to show my child more because I'm like, yeah, I have a child. Like, yeah. you're not just here at the park, yeah. okay? Yeah. Like, is there any? Do you guys find that at all? Like, I don't think women even have to think about those things. But you're, you're like, no. Jay, he's, he, your husband's right. He's very right. Yeah. You kind of feel like, um. Yeah, you almost feel like you have to downplay yourself a bit just so you're like kind of blend in a bit more. So you're like, hey, I'm not a threat. Like, no, no issue here. Just want to enjoy the, you know, stroller size or whatever the hell's going on. Like, yeah. I get say you get in there and own it. Just, yeah, you get in hey, there and own it. You know what? I'm it's dad day. It's dad time. Well, how are you, ladies? On my first arrest ever in my life, <laughs> I will tag your mama and say, yeah. "Today, ladies, I owned it, and the EPS owned me." You know what I mean? Dejan's riding yeah, shotgun in no, his no, squad no. car. It's a, different, it's a different kind of car today. Um, but no, getting back into it. Um, so balancing. What do you find right now? Um, you mentioned um, the moms have changed a lot, a lot younger. What do you think in terms of fashion? If we kind of forward into that, what's the different changes and things that are going on there? 
Well, you know what? I think one of the biggest things is that we are getting more and more brands and more and more labels are understanding that there is a necessity to A, stay on point with trends Mm -hmm. and the trends of, of regular fashion, but also make it functional. There is a huge rise in breastfeeding friendly clothing and, and there's such a, uh, world out there of I am woman, hear me roar and I'm going to breastfeed. And and our whole thing is we support that a hundred percent, but in the same token, if you can't do it, there's no shaming in this store, Mm. bottle fed, breastfed, Mm. just feed your baby, man. And Mm. so I think fashion has come where functionality and staying on point with trends is certainly the best it's been. Mm. It's it's interesting that you say that because I see a lot of women that are like they submit completely to like quote unquote mom, um, but by submitting it's almost like they they sometimes lose a great deal of themselves. And I take Nora. Are you for example. talking about sweats and leggings? Well, no, no, that's I, oh man, I you know I remember back in my single days, it's like what was your ideal outfit on a on a woman, Ryan? I'm like runners, hat, ponytail out the back, you know. Like, Sweatpants, but anyways, um, but <laughs> the reality—you're <laughs> uh, talking to the wrong dude for that. I got, I got an eclectic taste. But um, when it comes down to it, you know, I feel like sometimes moms do really—they're like, "Okay, hey, I'm a mom." They put on that hat, and sometimes they take off their other hat. Watching Nora be, become a mom and go through that was a fascinating process for me as a guy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I always respect and love her, but I mean, you just have this like, whoa, you know. And we. On delivery, I have the whole birth of Dejan on GoPro camera. So I put the GoPro on the back couch. Like, I got everything, right? So, and Nora was really, like, calm and patient with that. But I just kind of thought, like, she's really kind of said she's passionate about being mom, loves being a mom. But she's still really maintained, you know, the Nora aspect of it. Dejan has came into our house and completely changed our household. But we've really tried to maintain, you know, our existing household and our existing characters. And we see a lot of that through him. So what would you say to to women that, you know, are first time moms and they're they're kind of coming in and, you know, do you go all in or you do you, you try to like kind of be cautious about well make sure you got yourself in mind as well cuz I just feel like it's such an easy process to completely lose yourself. I mean, I it, you guys have all been through birth and and 9 months and all these things and it's just it's draining, you know, where you're just like your whole life is consumed by that. But I think there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we see it. I mean, we certainly see it in here. We've seen it with friends and acquaintances. Like, it's a it's a slippery slope. And the like the, yeah, I mean, this is going to sound it. terrible, but the nursing exclusively for a year contributes to that, right? Because mm. then you feel like you can't leave, and so I think a lot of women, it just it's just kind of becomes a habit, and then. At the end of that year, they've never been apart from, or I shouldn't even say a year. It could be six months. It could be yeah. a year and a half. But it sort of becomes a habit where you're always together. Mm. And then you've never been apart from them. So yeah. now it's like, mm. okay, well, I don't want to be apart from them. I don't want to leave them. Like, it's just, it's kind of an awkward it's, situation because you're doing what is you think is, like, best for your baby, but it's not always best for you. And you and you do lose that sense of yeah. self, I think. Yeah. you. And then it goes back to that whole guilt thing we've all right. touched mm. on. And you feel yeah. guilty if you're exactly. away. You exactly. feel guilty mm. if you don't breastfeed. You feel yeah. guilty if you only breastfeed because yeah. you're not, you're missing out on, like, you've it, now lost connection with your friends. And your connection with yeah. your husband is 
Mm. You know what? I've got a turtleneck on. Beat it. Like just it, it's there's not like you try to find that balance and, and it is. It's it is so then you get and sometimes it's like I think as a woman you feel, oh, it's too far gone. I'm just this is just this is my new reality, which it doesn't have to be. And that's what we're here to try and help right. with is create yeah. that conversation of what would make you feel better? What right. would how can we yeah. help you? feel your best mm. is it right. a dress should we add yeah. a little femininity into your wardrobe mm. like yeah because it is you it's so easy to get sucked mm. into get that lost. vortex of just like i said sweats and leggings it's yeah it there's all those memes about who I, you know i used to think these leggings are not pants say that to a pregnant woman mm. you'll get throat punched like leggings are absolutely pants yeah and then you become a mom yeah. and Leggings aren't just pants. Other pants are not leggings. Not leggings. <laughs> like it's just that. Well, and you know what the other thing? Like I shouldn't just say it's about like being with your baby all the time, but it's you're also exhausted. Oh. So yes, you're with your baby all day every day. You don't want to leave, but even if you could leave, you're too tired yeah, to you leave. Can't. Like we would have date nights and people would babysit for us, like overnight date nights, and all we wanted to do was watch a movie <laughs> on the couch because it was like an early <laughs> bedtime. And like it's crazy, but yes. you're just so yeah. tired. You do lose that sense of like what do I enjoy doing where do I want to go mm-hmm. like what can we do together and yeah, yeah. You just lose it so your guys is one thing we find is that you know your guys as competitors you guys really took a boutique feel on your store and you're you can tell that the pieces that are in here you know you guys aren't Walmart you're not buying you know hundred thousand million pieces and the quality and the fabric is everything in the store and mm-hmm. I can see that and they last mm-hmm. some of the some of these pieces too you can actually wear not being pregnant which right. is kind of cool Absolutely. So you can yeah. really they're really multi-purpose you know pieces so props to the purchasers which I guess are you guys right <laughs> props so I so I see that now with the store what's really interesting is you guys are trying to obviously make the experience for for the mom a heck of a lot better um, when she comes into shop and that's where the education comes in. I know Shona, you had Nora in and Nora's like, walked away. He's like, wow, I like just, you gave her a plethora of education and knowledge and she just loved it. And it was that, it just made her feel great, you know? And I think that that's huge. How, how, how have you guys kind of curated that experience and what kind of goes into that? You know, is it conversations? Is it your own personal experience? Like, is it travel? What, what, what inspires your mama and how do you guys keep elevating and leveling up just knowing what they're going through I think like that's the one thing that sets us apart from potentially other shops too right in terms of customer service it's like we've been there we know what you're going through we want to help you you're not leaving here without our help basically exactly (laughs) like Like that you don't have to buy anything but we will help you find whatever it is you're looking for yeah um and just like having been there yeah experiencing Mm. those changes and remembering like having such vivid vivid memories of some of those feelings you're going through right with pregnancy and post like i like the nursing bras i we (laughs) we laugh and talk about like topics of conversation sometimes like there are like we your boobs change when you have babies and you get those mamas in here that are literally like what do I do with these? And it's it's that having been there and then just trying to educate these mamas in, again, going back, it's okay to feel like that. Mm. It's okay. And, and like Tara said, we're not pushing anybody to buy in here. We want you, though, to feel, to know mm. that you can look and feel your very best mm. and we're here to help make that happen, mm. whether it's throughout the journey of your pregnancy or throughout the journey of your 
breastfeeding and post baby, but even into C-sections, like mm. we, one of our greatest products that I think is on, and that's on the market that we sell is a post C-section underpant that has this compression and this, mm. and a couple of us in here have had C-sections. So mm. it's that, again, it's that experience. Like we can say, oh my gosh, we know what you're going through. Try this. This worked mm. for me. It was amazing. Mm. And having that sort of paralleled experience where oftentimes you don't get that in the chain stores mm. because there isn't as much care and passion behind it. Mm. It's interesting because I, I think we're going through, I'm looking at Tara, Tara looks so mischievous. I mean, everybody <laughs> who can't, everybody who can't see her face right now. I mean, she's, she's, she's kind of looking through the windscreen. She's got these eyes and she's, her mind's going good for I'm telling you, bless your heart. I, I mean, you got to see their faces right now. I think they thought, whoa, this is a really deep conversation for a Friday. Well, especially the way you started you threw it. us off at the very beginning. It's beautiful, though. It's beautiful. You guys are going to be like, yeah, that was a great conversation. But um, kind of pushing it forward, if you, Terry, you alluded to the fact that, man, social media is great for, for business and stuff like that, but can be complete like a psychological warfare mm-hmm. on your mind and your, your brain, right? Everybody's posting their they're great pictures of themselves and you're hard pressed to find a mom that's eating chocolate ice cream and you know pedicures all out of whack that's my yeah. pet peeve too that's my pet peeve Shona have you ever seen any of my posts I did a podcast all about feet and foot Come care on. I, since care. I was 13 Thank years God old I have my sneakers yeah. on you'd be no, very disappointed since I was 13 toast. years old it literally was that band cap so damn cliche <laughs> so I used to be in this marching band called the Edmonton Sabres so we we did this um it kind of transitioned, but through my church youth group at the time, I did a um, uh, uh, this. We, we basically flew to Toronto and then drove all the way through the Maritimes. Really cool. But there's this girl on the bus. I told my wife this story all the time. I did not find her attractive at all. Thirteen, not not attractive, but she was doing her feet, and I was hooked. <laughs> I was hooked, and she's doing silver day. Like I'll never forget. It. And since that day, I, I have no tolerance to people I don't take care of their feet. So. <laughs> So uh, it's, 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 God bless and, the sneaker. And, and as a dude, and a lot of guys that won't admit it, but some guys will, like you notice those things, right? You notice those specifics. So um, it's funny because on Instagram, somebody ever posts a picture and there's any kind of like open yes, toe. And don't ever use, it's winter. Nobody oh. sees our toe. No, no, no. You still got to clean it. You still got to clean. No grenades. No grenades. <laughs> okay. But fast forwarding into social media, if you find. There's also some really positives about social media. First of all, it's calling a lot of bluffs on people. You are having unprecedented uh, awareness drawn to things and uh, subjects, whether it's racial, whether it's uh, women, whether it's all these things. Gun control. Um, Oh, gun control, all these things. And I always like to say social media does not make somebody good or bad. It only highlights and amplifies. If somebody's a dick, social media is going to make them look like a bigger dick. Yeah. And that is the Fair reality. Yeah, it just true. amplifies who somebody's character really is. That being said, I, I feel like social media as a whole is is really, is really, you guys are awesome. I just, people are yeah. going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. At the end, we're going to put out some Instagram handles. No, I'm just joking. And the hashtag's like, yeah, going to be big hashtag. dick. Yeah, I'm like, uh, so after the show, could everybody send an email to info at Rhinos, let's see, with everybody you think is a bigger dick than they were before the Instagram came out. Okay, cool. <laughs> and it's so funny because everybody listening, they have a couple of people in mind. It's like, oh, for sure. Tara's laughing right now. She's like, yeah. oh my God, I totally got three people. <laughs> so, um, but that being said, 
does that provide a, a bigger platform for you guys to again amplify your brand? Does it does it help you to you know stay with the customer after they've left the physical door because now they're into your online door? We talk about like through my marketing company, we talk about all the time about your customer experience does not stop when they walk out the door. No. Now they get to go on Facebook, they get to write reviews. You can text them. You can. There's so many ways of communicating with your customer before, during the sale, and after the sale. The most important one being after the sale, right? Sales are in thirds, right? First third is great marketing, word of mouth, get them in the store. Second third, sell them something, give them a great experience. But where you win, the, where you're winning the Stanley Cup or the Super Bowl or whatever, is that third third of how you treat the customer after the sale's been made. And that this is something that I think a lot of businesses don't utilize on. They don't focus on that. I call it like the the businesses that are very one night stand based, it's the if givers. If you do something for me, then I will do right. this for you. Right. Do you guys, how do you, what is your format? What is your mama? What is, are you first, third, second, third, third, third? What, 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 what best third are you guys great at? All of them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you know what? I feel like What's interesting to us actually is we've been in business 11 plus years and it's funny how we still get people who, so word of mouth is certainly, and just like name recognition of the store having been around for a long time, but it is getting them in the store and some people haven't heard of us and they're on their second or third kids. So then they come in and it's giving them that experience. Mm. They do walk away with buying something, but then it's continuing that engagement and and most often our our customers then do end up if they're not already following us on some capacity of social media or getting our newsletters or whatever and so then it's that's where the extension goes like we have tons of customers in Fort Mac Grand Prairie we have a great customer in Toronto right now we do FaceTime dates they can't come we sell online it's literally that whether it's Tara myself or one of our girls it's okay we have this in it's not online but here we are in store with it this is it on the mannequin this is what it looks like it's I'll try it on exactly (laughs) let me try it on this is what it looks like without a bump exactly And, and it's great because Tara's really tall and ah. I'm so it's playing off that too I've seen this on my business partner and she's 5'9 and this is what it looks like and and so it's it's playing off of that too where it is it's taking it to the next level of oh you can't come in you're not local no problem mm. we got gotcha. you like we got you covered because there is that for us and it's crazy how many online sales we get from Calgary from again Fort Mac Grand Prairie up north out east it's and it's because we go the extra mile and we're happy to mm. so you guys facetime that's beautiful you know in the automotive sector with our dealers we call this a walk around it's like a vehicle walk around you you're yeah. trying to establish that digital mental ownership yeah with the product and and the, the best way to do that is the tools that you have so everybody that's listening please utilize what you have in your hand i always say the smartphone it changed the game you literally have access to the world, right? Exactly. There's no like think about a time when you could actually tweet to the president. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> tweet to the Pope. Yeah. You know? Think it's about crazy. a time when when you wished that he couldn't That's tweet. what I was just gonna say. <laughs> Amen to that. You wished that president could not tweet or maybe would not tweet. Thoughts on <laughs> childcare or having a nanny? There's great pros and cons to both. We had a nanny, and I've never used any other form of childcare, so I can't really comment. But yeah. um, the nanny is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Such I mean, a beautiful having thing. Having said that, I had her for what, I think four and a half years, and she didn't have a sick day. 
So, um, so you got the anomaly. she was awesome. She yeah. hit the home run. Yeah. So yeah. true. And just a real gift for our kids. And obviously it out, like, allowed us a lot of flexibility. Mm. Just knowing they were at home, it didn't matter if they were sick. Mm. She was going to be there and she yeah. could take care of them in their own home. So for us, it worked. But um, I think there's a lot of benefits to other forms of childcare as well. Okay. Agreed. We have a nanny too. We've had same thing. Then it's, it is that knowing someone's going to be there um, and just adding the flexibility in there. How it's, were your kids when you first got a nanny? nanny? Well, we in had ages? six months. Six months. Okay. And we had help with Blanca right off the hop too. Yeah. Did Was it tough? Oh, back at work. Did you feel, was it tough? Like just, just kind of, oh my God. Because Nor and I have the conversation where I'm like, holy crap, like you don't like. Our, you know, Dejan can't communicate if something's going wrong. Like we think, you know, kind of bad in the in the bad spectrum where it's like, you know, you can't communicate if something's going on. You know, I'm I'm paranoid, so nanny cams, like things like that, right? Whole home is a digital. I think if you mecca. find the right person, you wouldn't need any of that. And we yeah. did find the right person. I mean, we had a real gift, and so do you. Yeah. But we we also when we lost our nanny, Shona and I decided we were going to share a nanny. Yeah. And how long did she last? One day at each <laughs> house. I think one day at each house. Oh, geez. And we just, we had yeah. to cut the cord because you just knew right away it wasn't right. Yeah. Right. You, you and it was that a bad that feeling. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> so we had one after one. that that was shady, but decent. Yeah. <laughs> but, shady, but decent. <laughs> like good enough. But um, yeah, I mean, if you find the exact right person, which isn't always easy. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. you would not need, like, I wouldn't, I would have left. I think I did leave a newborn with her, actually. Yeah, you from did. time to yeah, time. Yeah, like, from same, time to time. Same. And you know what? Yeah, same. Yeah. And you know what? It's it is that like Jess is still in your life. Yeah. Blanca is still mm. in our life. And now we have Brandy. And it's interesting because it is that you like Terrace, I, I don't if if they're with those kids. I don't have my phone by mm. me always here at the store. They know if mm. all hell's breaking loose, they call the store. But it's mm. you kind of don't worry. It's if you you mm. have that gut instinct. Like if you and Nora left Dejan with someone and you came back, and there was even something remotely funky about Dejan, you're gonna question. Mm. Like it's just you you gut instinct on mm. uh, for in a parental like situation is always bang on. So a lot of this is based on you, the parents. It's unique, unique to the parents. Is yeah, what you're saying mm-hmm. okay. And I think I think nannies definitely are a huge i was a nanny for 13 years like i so it's it's this is what i yeah see this is like it's this this is your good this is your passes so would you be like considered like you're probably one of those high-end nannies what kind of nanny were you were you like one of those like yo you walk in you got you got like the tool belt of like you know cloth i got disposable like were you like i just i just imagine you walking like a funky nanny like you took like you you were like the dj Khaled of nanny yes Yes, I, and I loved it. I lo- I've always loved kids. And did like that that's... prepare you for being a mom? <laughs> no. <laughs> one would think. True one that. would think. But you know what's interesting? It's just always, it doesn't matter how much experience you've had with kids. When they're yours, it's different. And I remember even like going back to that struggling after you've had a baby. I remember standing outside our shower and I was bawling, like literally crying after Marley was born. Um, and, and Jason saying to me, you, you did this for so long. And I'm like... But I, but I didn't like, I, I didn't, I, yeah, even on nights when I stayed over and a lot of my jobs I lived in and mm. lived with these families, but it's, it's just different. Like they were there, then they're mine. It's, you have this whole other sense of responsibility, this feeling of responsibility. So it's, 
Yeah, it is. Well, and your body and the hormones. Oh, God like, bless. It's lovely yes. when somebody hands you a baby to babysit. <laughs> exactly. But if, if you've delivered that same baby, your body, it takes months oh. for all of that to just exit the body, right? And you feel like yourself and yes. you're not like... Oh, the hormones. Like, yeah, the hormones, the breastfeeding, the sleepless nights, like that. And then you still have the, you still have to take care of your home, right? Yeah. Mm. Like, and you're, you're trying the to mom. have a conversation. You're the everything. Yeah. yeah. And you're batshit crazy. Like, it, you're yeah. literally, you're like... <laughs> Oh, and you're looking in the mirror and you're hysterically crying <laughs> and you have puffy eyes yeah. and and you're like, who the fuck is looking back at me? Like, yeah. where did, how did this happen? And there's a different level of concern for sure. Yes. Like, there's no way the most dedicated, responsible nanny doesn't have the feelings that a mother has for a Couldn't child. Agree yeah. Like, yeah. it's just different. It's you're worried. You look at them and you're worried about 20 years down the road. Yeah. <laughs> women, are, women are interesting. It's so weird. Like, I can remember, like, being, like, a little kid and you'd have, like, your little crush in, like, elementary, junior high and she's like, Hi Ryan, I brought you your favorite granola bar. Like so motherly, like at such a young age, and I'm like, thanks, Sarah. Like you're yeah. so sweet. I'm like, give a dollar, <laughs> fifty cents. We used to go around ask dollars. Yeah, crazy. Um, you guys are gonna open up soon. Fire round. Uh, you have to pick one. Okay, so uh, cloth oh. or disposable diapers. Pick one. Disposable. Oh, 100 disposable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mother Earth. <laughs> um, did you have any adult beverages at all while being pregnant? Yes. No. Okay. Uh, three. Uh, Snoogle? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Snoogle, yes, husband, no. Uh, <laughs> amen. Kay. Second that. Epidural or no epidural? Oh, God, epidural. Absolutely. She's like, where? She's like, they're like, where is he going? I tried no very- epidural and that was a disaster. Uh, sweet or savory cravings during pregnancy? I eat oh, everything. Oh, <laughs> everything I can yeah. get my hands on. During pregnancy. Bean and cheese burrito, extra cheese, extra sour cream. Okay. Lock it. What do you miss the most about having a baby just the whole process you know carrying things like that is there anything that you're like oh you know i just like mistering pregnancy or of like the actual baby in your arms birth baby like anything if there's anything where you guys kind of look at your kids and go back you're like oh wow you know i really i really miss that not that you don't love them now but just yeah. what you know things that stood out just the sweetness and innocence of just a teeny baby and time sort of stood still. Like now it goes so fast. So I used to love so that, you know, you just, it's a good it was like they were one week old, then they were a month old, like whatever. Yeah. Now it's just like the years are flying by way too fast. What's your favorite curse word? <laughs> you can say it. Oh, there is no question. Fuck. Like what, for fuck. sure. <laughs> Have you ever cursed around your kids? Have you, ever Very, s- no, no. have you ever said your favorite curse word around your kids? No, my kids have never heard me say the F word. I don't think so. Curse? I don't think so. Shona. No, you, never, you know what's funny? Okay, oh I, my I goodness. So. We say funny words like I'll say schnarples or like literally yeah. this year, our oldest thought the F word was frick. Not one time yeah. since the time they, they, they came out. to. The oh, when they were tiny now. babies and okay, like okay. didn't. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. It doesn't like, matter. Here. Okay, that's true. Okay. You'd have to ask them. There's a chance they've heard it. <laughs> if, if mine have heard. Like, it wasn't on purpose. It would have been like now damn it or something. But literally Kane came home this year in. I think it was January, February, and he's like, Mom, you lied to me. And he's seven, and I'm like, about what? He said, you told me the F word was frick. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, Oliver, at school today, we, the big kids were being mean to us on the playground, and he said, fuck it, Kane, let's go play over there. And Kane said, what is that? And he said, well, that's the F word, and this kid has an older brother. And so he confirmed that Kane didn't really know the F word. So he says this to me, and I'm like, well, Kane, that is literally the worst possible word you can say. And I even said, I'm like, have you heard dad say that? And he said, no. I like, Phew. I said, have you heard mommy say that? He said, no. I said, we do not say that. And then we went through this whole thing. And so then our, at the time, four-year-old is sitting there and he's like, so mommy, we don't say fuck it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Lord. 
So, no. Somehow we don't swear in front of our kids yet. Who's the disciplinary in the household, mom or dad? <clears throat> definitely me, but Ooh. yeah, definitely me. I uh, I am dad. It depends. I am for sure the disciplinarian. Jason is with the boys, but his daughter's got him. Jeez. Better act right today, Ryan. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I'm with the yo mama game. <laughs> yeah, go hands yeah. down, maul you up. Holy moly, come correct. Uh, when when your kids are napping, um, you know, for moms like what when they were, of, yeah, when they, when <laughs> they were napping. What were some of the activities that you would do as moms when you're when they're na- napping? Laundry, <laughs> showers, laundry, cleaning the house. Well, that's kinda, never so, so, once was it something exciting. Okay, because no. so, that's what I was gonna ask. I'm like, so you didn't use the time to relax? It was always just to get some work done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, my kids are eight and nine, and I think like this is, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've like had a cup of tea and read a book. Yeah, I would agree with you, unless you're like sick, and then yeah. you're like literally. They're, you're sick, you're laying on the couch, yeah. you're getting sympathy from no one, but you're like watching a movie with yeah. them, potentially with a Moms bucket don't next get to you. <laughs> we don't. Exactly. Man, colds are worse. It's horrible. Oh. I never, I never get sick, but I do. It's so bad. Oh, we know. We've heard. Yeah. We've heard. <laughs> Just start crawling across yeah. the ground. It's so. Oh, geez. It um, for everybody who hasn't been to Yo Mama, uh, describe in one statement what the experience is. Acceptance. Welcoming. Ooh, I like that. Um, ladies, this is your chance to plug. Tell everybody how they can reach out to you. And uh, we're going to conclude the show. Is there anything else before we get into the plug session? No. Do you want to do anything specifically about you guys? Did you enjoy? This, this was awesome. Thank you. Podcast, Honestly, thank you, Ryan. Yeah, this has been really fun. fun. Like, yeah. this is so good. And yeah. So, will you guys come back on the show? Because I feel like... Every time we do an interview with somebody, there's always we always like scratch the uh, general surface. But there's always so many specific. Like we could talk about clothes, just clothes for like millions of hours. I know. So yeah, let's um, do it. I hope you guys had fun. We did. Um, please tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Yo Mama, social media, website, all these good things. Yeah, you can find us our website, yomamamaternity.com. The mama is M-A-M-A. Um, Instagram, Yo Mama Maternity. Facebook, Yo Mama Maternity. Twitter, Yo Mama Maternity. And Pinterest, Yo Mama Maternity. Email is info at yomamamaternity.com. And, and honestly, like for anybody out of town listening, like we're here to help you. It is, there's so many of our out of town mamas that take full advantage of, of just that. I can't tell you how many texts are in my run of these three in Fort Mac. Tara's got the same thing on the go. Like we are literally, like we, like she said, there's, there's no downtime. This is perfect. We're slinging. And for everybody who's not, because I swear, like, we didn't even do any introductions. We got hot and heavy up and stuff. <laughs> uh, this is Shoda Strudwick and Tara Strudwick, and they own your mama and maternity, just to be clear, because everybody's all the way to the end. They're like, wait a sec, who are these people who are you <laughs> listening to this? right now? Um, uh, everyone, thanks so much again for listening to another episode of the Ryan Holt Show podcast. I want to thank all our listeners. We just reached a, a download plateau. Uh, it'll be available on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, Tara's going to be all over the internet. We know how much you love eyeballs on you, Shoda. The smoke terror is going to come back. We're going to be doing it. Uh, everyone, be well. And remember, curiosity is our mandate. <laughs>